The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title in franchise history. And Tom Brady doesn't pass the torch quite yet to Mahomes, does he? No. Even though you're looking at the greatest right there. Oh, Pat, it, it, it's been a rough couple hours, what, like the last 18 hours. It's been rough uh, as a Chiefs fan. Yeah, especially as a football fan, too. I mean, we were expecting that game to be – no one would have thought it would be a blowout as much as they did. I mean, we were expecting a high-scoring game on both ends. I mean – expecting a shootout. No touchdowns by Kansas City at all? I, think, I believe that's like the thought? first time that's happened in Mahomes' career. He hasn't scored a touchdown. Yeah, and then – to lose by double digits on top of that for the first time. I mean, a lot to talk about. Definitely a career-changing game for Mahomes, which... Well, I don't know if you'd say career-changing. I, I mean, Brady, with he gets ring number seven. He's now officially cemented himself as the GOAT. You can't argue now. There's no argument. Yeah, I mean, this Super Bowl, I think... Obviously, it speaks to how great Brady was, and it just goes to show, I mean, Brady was the system. There's no system in New England. But is this a shot on Belichick? Like, was he rooting for Brady to win? I don't know. He's definitely watched. That's a good point you bring up. Like, I don't know if uh, Belichick was rooting for the Chiefs because now Belichick, if Brady goes on, he already won one. If he wins another one in Tampa Bay – Bill Belichick might go down as the most overrated coach in sports history, not just NFL history. No doubt. I mean, Bruce Aliens is a good coach, but I mean, he's even admitted at times he's let Tom coach the team. So, yeah, I mean, Brady is the system. Brady is, it, he's the goat for the reason. The Patriot way is literally just the Tom Brady way. That's what it exactly. is. Perfectly put. It's just Tom knows how to win. He's the greatest team winner in sports history, to put it simple. I mean, he's one of only two guys to win a Super Bowl in two different franchises as the quarterback. Obviously, the other one being Peyton Manning, who was just inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Congratulations to him. But, I mean, this game was kind of a snooze fest. I mean, yeah, from the beginning. I mean, just field goals for Butker. And then other than that, I mean, Gronk was the Chiefs MVP. He was. He was the only one who put points he on the board. He kicked a fifty-two yarder. That's that's not shabby. <laughs> and then it's not too shabby. You know, we're expecting a. I mean, Tyree Kill that first game against the Bucks, two hundred in the first quarter. Where, where was he? Oh, I went. I don't know if you had a chance to look. I will talk about this later. But I blogged recently about the keys to the game, and the Bucks did perfectly on what I said they should do. The Chiefs did terribly. We'll talk about that later in the show, but. Let's transition on to a uh, guys. Welcome to uh, episode 35 of Zoom Sports Radio. We're gonna be talking Super Bowl, reviewing, breaking down everything that happened. Uh, Pat, we do have a we have a shout out we have to give. Uh, we want to thank Jack Thornmeyer for giving us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. And Pat, if people want to shout out, what can they do? They can listen on Apple, YouTube, Spotify. Just let us know in the comments. Just please subscribe if you can. And we really need to get those subscribers up. We're about, what, 250, something like that? 228. 228. Yeah, definitely help the channel, help the podcast. And, um, yeah, we'd really appreciate those reviews. Let us know what we can do better to make the podcast more interesting. Couldn't say it better. But, yeah, if you want to get a shout-out on here, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and send us a screenshot of it to the Zoomer Sports Instagram, and we got a lot of big shows coming up. Pat, do you know a guy by the name of Stephen Bardo? I do. I remember we went to a DePaul basketball yeah. game. We got a picture with him. So, yeah, definitely know. Yeah. Former NBA player, former flying Illini, current college basketball analyst for Big Ten and Fox Sports. But Stephen Bardo will be joining us on a show very, very soon. So, guys, yeah. The fastest way we're growing is word, word of mouth. Spread it to anyone you know who enjoys sports, family members, friends, cousins, everyone you know who loves sports. Send them this podcast. Heck, if you want to even get on your show yourself, let us know. Yeah. We'll definitely arrange something. Yeah, we'll definitely – maybe a live stream. We interact more with fans on the live streams we do. We've done live streams for our college basketball, NFL games. We did one for the college football playoff. That was our most recent one. But, yeah, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at zoomer.sports on tiktok at zoomer.sports twitter we're just at zoomer sports on twitter make sure you're subbed to that youtube you can find all of this in our link tree 
And Pat, do you want to tell? Do you want to talk to us about the new website and blog we we started? Yeah, we've actually started a blog page as well. Um, so Andrew put on his thing about you know the, the Cubs signing Jock Peterson versus uh, Kyle Schwarber. How how is that going down? Yeah, are they going to tank or are they going all in? Definitely check that blog out, and more will be coming in the future. Just let and, us know. Yeah, we'll link everything in the in the bio of our YouTube page. We'll link everything. We'll link the website, the Instagrams, and uh, Pat. Do you? Uh, I don't know if you know this, but we actually have a guy running Zoomer New York now. Really? Yeah, AJ Lewicki. He's going to be running Zoomer New York. Uh, he's going to be our blogger there. He'll probably come on the show sometime. So uh, we're, we're we're expanding, Pat. We're expanding. Finally, we're expanding definitely on all levels. So if, thanks to him, and as well, if you want a T-shirt or any other merchandise, please let us know. We will make more. And yeah, Pat, we yeah. definitely need to. We definitely need to get more for that because I, I have some people that might want a couple shirts. All right, we'll just let them know. They got a lot. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get enough. Let's get into this game. All right. This honestly was probably the most anticipated Super Bowl in recent memory that I can remember. Probably since Super Bowl Fifty. This is the most anticipated Super Bowl. I mean, in terms of quarterback play coming into the game, when's the last game that he came even close to this? I try to think in my. Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. Obviously, you got Eli Manning, Tom Brady, both those times. Uh, I can remember the worst, Colin Kaepernick, Joe Flacco. Oh, yeah. That was by far the worst out of them. I mean, you could put Jared Goff on that one. I still can't believe Jared Goff was able to go to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, now that he's with Detroit, you know, they wanted to move off. Good luck to him in Detroit. (laughs) Good luck to him in Detroit. Yeah, now we'll get to see how much of a number one pick he actually is. He's bust. Which I don't Same thing think. Carson wins. Exactly. No help. No coach. No weapons. I mean, okay, receivers in Detroit are okay, but I mean, they did get two first round picks. We just got to see how it goes out. He says he wants a new beginning, but I, I don't think he's going to wish for that. Not in Detroit. No. Like. It would have been better if, like, he went to Houston or something because at least, oh, Will Fuller's a free agent. So the only good thing about Detroit is they got Kenny Galladay. And we don't Kenny know Galladay. what DeAndre Swift can be. Marvin Jones. Eh. Solid he's, number. He's an average wide receiver in the NFL. But back to back to this uh, game, Super Bowl, what was this, 55? 55. Yep, LV, Super Bowl LV. First of all, the big storylines going in the game, Chiefs O-line banged up. They're all pro tackles, Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, both out. Fisher out with an Achilles injury, Schwartz out with a back injury. This really affected the Chiefs' whole offense, as you know. Yeah, I mean, they had to move. They moved the right guard to right tackle, and then they moved the right tackle to left tackle. It was Mike Remus, Austin Wiley, uh, Stephen Allegretti. Yeah, Al Algaretti. Who who actually went to Illinois, so <laughs> one of the one of the few <laughs> Illinois football players in the NFL, let me tell you that. Yeah, you got Whitney Merciless, uh Clayton. I, I think that's it. I, I don't I don't know if you Tavon Wilson maybe. But there's there's not a lot of guys in Illinois. No, know? not a lot of guys. But back to this game. You know, we talk about the Chiefs offensive line. I mean, obviously even before this game they had issues. Colecio Semley got injured in week six, I think. Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, the Canadian doctor, he opted out. Yeah. Uh, so just, you know, the offensive line was definitely the reason why the Chiefs lost. But with Mahomes struggling as much as he did in this game. Whoa, whoa, whoa dude, dude, no, no. I totally just, no, wait, wait. Oh, I'll let you finish before I rebuttal. Okay, no, because Mahomes struggled as much as he did because of the offensive, no, because of the offensive line. That is what Sam Darnold has had his entire career. That's what Mitchell Trubisky has so had. Are you, trying to, are you trying to tell me that Sam Darnold and Mitch Trubisky are as good as Pat Mahomes or as Patrick Mahomes? I mean, is that, based what, is that how, what I'm hearing? Is that what I'm hearing? I'm saying that what Patrick Mahomes looked like last night is what Darnold and Trubisky have looked like throughout his entire career. And I think it goes very, it go, it's very, no one ever talks about the beginning that Mahomes had his career. He got to sit behind Alex Smith. For a single season. Comeback player of the year this year. Exactly. You're proving my point. A great veteran. He won many division titles. He got the smartest head co- offensive head coach in the league, Andy Reid. He had 
Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill. All right, all right. keep he going because I have I have a, a lot of rebuttals coming up. Bounty of a what? lot of rebuttals. So you get all these pieces lined up in the exact place, and that's why he's winning MVPs. That's why he's going to Super Bowls. What did Trubisky have? What What did Sam Darnold have? Even Josh Allen. He's making the most of his opportunities. Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, John Brown. A lot of great – Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs are better than Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is overrated as hell. He is not that good. Okay, but he they got – He hasn't been good the whole time he's been in the league. He's I mean, been, he was a terrible top 10 pick. You go through the Chiefs' weapons, and then you go through the Bills' weapons. I, I don't want this to make – I don't want this to become an argument of weapons because clearly the Chiefs, they had a lot from the beginning. Josh Allen, even when they didn't have digs and they didn't have um, – Josh Allen is the Bills' running game, so he also has to provide that. So he was more valuable in that area too. Well, are, are, I'm are not saying that completely Mahomes dissing Zach Moss and Devil Singlet- Devin Singletary? They're decent they NFL aver- running backs. They averaged like 50 yards. They had one of the worst rushing games in the league this They're year. They're decent though. They're decent. Okay, but you looked at like in a lot of games, Allen was the leading rusher. So I, I, this is not a shot at Mahomes. I'm just saying what we saw last night was what we've seen from a lot of quarterbacks throughout a lot of their career because they don't have help. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, I completely disagree with that take. Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, big cat set of fast. Patrick Mahomes played a great game yesterday. It's just oh, every, every oh, single one of his game. teammates on the offensive line let no no every single one of his teammates on the offense let him down with the exception of Travis Kelsey. But hey, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill dropped had a lot of drops that cost the Chiefs. They both hit them in the helmet. Tyreek Hill has a had a touchdown crucial in the second quarter that would have made the game 14 to 10. He drops that. Travis Kelsey, when they were backed up at the one-yard line, dropped a third down. That would have given him the first down. And Tommy Townsend is a discussion for the other day. But Pat Mahomes, did he was running for his life because no one would help him. He was doing all he could yesterday. He had he played out of his mind for how bad the situation is. You can't put that all on, you can't put any of that on Mahomes. None of that bad play was on Mahomes. That was all on the Chiefs. He got no help with the exception of somewhat Travis Kelsey. Tyree Kill, where was he? Where was Tyree Kill? He did nothing really the whole game besides like two passes where he had a couple of yards. Like seven receptions, that doesn't show. He was not there. And then Sammy Watkins, once again, overrated. McCall Hardman is a 2020-2021 version of Devin Hester. He sucks as a receiver. He sucks. He's, he's a kick return of special teams guy. He's like a Matthew Slater. The Chiefs failed Patrick Mahomes. The Patrick Mahomes did not fail the Chiefs. While I agree that, yeah, I agree that Tyreek Hill, obviously Travis Kelsey, they had some huge drops as well. But there were times where... The game's completely different if Tyreek Hill catches that ball in the end zone. Completely different. And Mahomes is like throwing a sidearm like he's Chad Bradford from the movie Moneyball. He's throwing like Steve Ciszek on the White Sox Going to completely like submarine into the end zone off Tyreek Hill's helmet. At the end of the day, when you look at like Mahomes, obviously his offensive line failed him. That's just a given. Oh, for sure. For he sure. was running for his life. He looked like every, a, play, every single play he was running for his life. Every single play. Looked like a lumberjack trying to do a pirouette every single throw. And other times I, I thought he was trying to do too much. I, I mean, you saw because in the two he had picks. to do too much. You saw he in the had two picks. To. No one else was helping him. Away. Clyde Edwards had two nice runs to start the second half, but that's all we heard from Clyde Edwards. CEH was was not to be heard from that game. Yeah, and he didn't have any really big plays. I mean, no touchdown passes. Just a lot of his throws were off target. We got to mention that too. Yes, there were a lot of drops, but he for what he had on Mahomes. You cannot put this loss on Mahomes. And I never want to hear the argument that. Mahomes is only good because of his weapons. Mahomes played well last night. His weapons failed him. He's only really got two weapons, and that's Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. McCole Hardman, get out of here. Get out of here. He's not a weapon. Sammy Watkins, overrated. Get out of here with Watkins. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I'll get you, but he's a rookie. You got to – he's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes every once in a while. Le'Veon Bell, 
He is ancient. He is old in this. Le'Veon Bell, no, Le'Veon Bell's washed. Yeah, he's completely washed. He he doesn't belong in this league. He belongs. He belongs in the XFL. I'm not gonna say that McCole Hudman and Sammy Watkins are not just like. I'd say they're still really good weapons, solid pieces on any given team. Like on any given team, I think they're that Sammy Watkins at best. They're not great given, weapons. Everyone's bragging about. When Sammy Watkins was on the Bills, he was the number one receiver. Like, and and they also had like Robert Woods, so they had good options. So at his best, he can be a number one receiver. Same with McCall Hardman. I think he could be if he took all the Are teams. Are you calling McCall Hardman a number one receiver? He's no, 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 three no. slot guy at best. I bet I could name like ten teams right now. If you put McCall Hardman on the team, he would be the number one receiver. All right, let, let's hear it. Let's hear. It. I want to hear this. Okay. Uh, Jets. Agree. Uh, Jamison Crowder, maybe? Do you put him? Do you put no, him number one? No, McCall Hudman. All right, all right. I'll give you the Jets. Um, assuming Allen Robinson leaves the Bears. Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney played great this year. Darnell, Darnell Mooney, I have to give him that. I'm taking Hudman. Uh, Dar- Darnell Mooney. No, not Jacksonville. They got DJ Shark. Yeah, I said, yeah. Um, see, see, you've come up with one that I can agree with you with. I think the the Giants, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, Darius Slayton. You think he's number one on that? We'll see. I think he's number two, maybe. But if Golden Tate's de- still a great wide receiver. I mean, he's just injured. Sterling Shepard well, can is their number one. And there's some teams like you know the Rams. They could use a speed guy as a receiver. He's not, still not their number one. He's he's only a number one on the Jets right now. Okay, so the pa- the the Patriots. He would be the number one. He's a Patriot type of wide receiver, though. He is the type of wide receiver that fits well in that Patriot system. Special teams guy. Yeah, like the Julian Edelman's, like the small, the Wes Welkers, those small, those small guys, small speedy right. guys. Yeah, uh, the Eagles. System. So that one I get. The Eagles, Eagles. Do you put him over Alshon Jeffrey? Alshon Jeffrey is a number two. At this he, point, I think he, Alshon he, he Jeffrey. Has to be in, he has to be a number one because the Eagles have no receivers. They took. Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. What were you thinking, Philadelphia? What were you thinking? They were just trying to be too technical, too. No, no, I don't, I don't get that. Why? Why? You had T. You could have taken T. Higgins, too. <laughs> so many better guys. Chase Claypool you could have taken. But Jalen Rager. That took J.J. Ortega Whiteside over D.K. Metcalf. That, that, this, the Eagles franchise... That Super Bowl was a fluke. They won with Nick freaking Foles. Mm-hmm. Um, next we need team. To get back. We need to get back to the Super Bowl. We, we got to stop arguing about this Chiefs offense. Okay. Chiefs offense. My point is that, yeah, okay. Best in the league until this game. Mahomes, I still think he's the best quarterback in the league. You might say Aaron. It's him or Aaron Rodgers. Josh Allen coming at a close three. Okay. Here's my – I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Mahomes is not the best quarterback in the league. And here's why. Here's why. When Mahomes had a completely banged up offensive line, I mean, she literally like maybe like a catch that, you know, Tyreek Hill dropped. We saw some plays that, I mean, each team had to share the drops. But, I mean, Tom Brady looked like. Well, the Chiefs just looked completely disembobulated. Yeah. And I mean, Mahomes looked like he was on his game and his team failed him. No, he didn't. Come on. His team failed him. His you can't say him. he played a great game. You can't say he, he had zero touchdown game. passes. He played, played a, a good great game. game. He played a good game. I agree with Big Cat on this one. He played a good game. His team failed him. His team failed him on both sides of the ball. At the end of the day. Both sides of the ball. Yeah. Okay, but. At the end of the, ga- at the end of the day, they lost. No, you, no matter who you put the blame on, Mahomes doesn't deserve the blame. I'll say that. Does the defense deserve a blame? Yup. Does the offense deserve the blame? Yup. Does Mahomes? Mahomes? All quarterbacks deserve blame in a loss, but he does not deserve as much as people might give him. Okay, on the topic of if Mahomes is the best QB in the game, I'm going to name – I'm going to give you some quarterbacks that I think if they were on the Chiefs, they could do as good, if not better, than with Mahomes. Russell Wilson. No. I think he's the best quarterback in the game in terms of, like, everything he can do. No. I mean, Russell running, Wilson hasn't been able to win the playoffs. Scrambling. Since he, since he 
one in Denver and lost to Owen Malcolm Butler. He hasn't been able to win the playoffs since. And why is that? Because his team has also failed him. Like you claim Mahomes got blamed. That was just one game. He has had, Russell Wilson has never had an offensive line. He is almost, since the Legion of Boom last Super Bowl. DK Metcalf, though, who's arguably a top five wide receiver in the league. Arguably. Okay. Tyler, Tyler Lockett, you can argue top ten. Okay, Mahomes has had Tyree Kill, a top five receiver in the league. Yeah, but who's And it's the best tight end in the game, Travis Kelsey. What's your point? It's fair. But, like, Russell Wilson's not as good as Mahomes. Mahomes put way better numbers up. Yeah, way better numbers because he has way better weapons. I mean, it's just – it's Lockett and DK Metcalf. And the running backs are always injured. It, there's a lot more that Russell Wilson has to overcome with the Seahawks than Mahomes does with the Chiefs. So, it, I have to give him a pass. Player, though. Mahomes is a better player. Okay, he's probably – well, Russell I, I will Wilson. say this. In Andy Reid's system, almost every quarterback would do better, with the exception of, like, Tom Brady. There's a reason Why I think is, Tom yeah. – because Tom Brady and Andy Reid are probably butt heads. That's probably true because Tom Brady probably just has to lead his team. But, okay, next quarterback, Deshaun Watson. We know he's a winner. You saw him in college at Clemson. Won a national championship wide to wide, Alabama. So he's a proven winner. And plus, he with that Texans team, worst offensive line. Oh, terrible. I mean, the team I mean, went four and twelve. Four and twelve. There's a reason. The team went twelve. Yeah, it that's more. Watson. It was not Watson. I'm, I'm going to say the same thing about Mahomes. That was not Mahomes' fault. That was not Watson's fault. I'm not going to put all the blame on Mahomes, but you're putting a lot on Mahomes that he doesn't deserve. No, I know it's the offensive line, but at the end of the day, if we're going to say he's by far the best QB in the league. I never said that. I never said that. I think he's up there. It's him or Aaron Rodgers with Josh Allen coming in at close third. Aaron Rodgers was the best, was the best player of the league this year. That's why I won MVP. Yeah. But But arguably it's Mahomes or Rodgers for best quarterback in the league. You can argue that. You can argue Josh Allen. You can argue Russell Wilson. You can argue Tom Brady at the age of 43 because he just won a Super Bowl. He got his seventh ring. The man might be Jesus Christ. I don't know. Tom Brady is insane. He's the GOAT. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I'm just saying I've seen Russell Wilson with no offensive line overcome so much. He's won division titles. He's won a Super Bowl. They've never had a good offensive line. And so when Mahomes doesn't have a good offensive line, I mean, we can't put all the blame on him. I'm just saying we're, a little we're bit not is putting all the blame on Russell Wilson, are we? I'm just no, no, no. I'm saying no. when it comes down to it, when you do have a disadvantage, the great ones can overcome all of that and win the game. I'm not saying Mahomes is all responsible for that. Hey, He's are definitely you responsible. Mahomes not a great player. You're called no, the no, great no. ones. No, no, no. He's definitely one of the great ones. I'm just saying we can't just say he has nothing to do with the reason they nothing lost. Nothing went Mahomes' way, though, last year, last yesterday. Nothing went Mahomes' way. Well, yeah, because he's used to having – single play. Yeah, because he's used to having everything go his and way. And if that, if that was Brady – and if that, if, if that happens to any quarterback, they're not winning. No matter if it's Brady, Montana, Manning, Breeze, it's not happening. If nothing goes your way, you're not winning the game. That's just how football <laughs> works. That's just how the game works. Yeah, um, I'm just saying when it comes down to it, we got to put a little bit on like how much substantially better is Mahomes than everyone else than we say it is. It's just a system. Not a, I'm not going to say a system because that would be disrespectful. Mahomes is a great talent. No one's denying it. But he, he is I, the he is Hall of Fame ability written all over. Is he a Hall of Famer? No, we need to see him play. God forbid an injury could happen. But does he have Hall of Fame talent? Yes, he does. No doubt. I'm not questioning if he has Hall of Fame talent. I'm just saying you can make the argument that some of these other quarterbacks are more, more profound and more like just naturally they have that it quality more. I'm not saying Mahomes doesn't. I'm just saying maybe some of this Andy Reid system, maybe it could be a little bit of makeup for like his – like if you put Mahomes on like let's say the Seahawks, how much greater would he be than like Russell Wilson, you know? We'll have to see. But, yeah, I brought up Deshaun Watson. Obviously, higher pass rating. Uh, and then my next one is going to be Aaron Rodgers. I think he could definitely um, – I don't know what he could have done with that offense against the Bucks in the Super Bowl last night. 
but I definitely think it would have been, I think he could have provided that it, and then Josh Allen, you know, a little bit too young, but he's been making tremendous improvements every year. So that's just a list of guys that is in contention because last night we shouldn't think that much. I agree with you that we should not look that much less of Mahomes. We should not think that much less of Mahomes, but we shouldn't. It should be. We shouldn't think anything less of Mahomes. This game might make him a better quarterback because he's had it easy throughout his entire career, and he's had all the support in the world. So how he looks out of this, we'll have to see. Bring up that that is a great point. This is like his first test of adversity he's had his whole career. The other one you could argue was his loss to Tampa or his loss to New England in that. 20, I believe that 2020 AFC championship. Yeah, 20, no, no, 2019 AFC championship when he lost to New England because D Ford's dumbass is offsides. Two feet offsides. I know. There's a reason he got traded to San Francisco, but you know what? I got to give credit where credit is due. Sarah Thomas, first female ref in the NF in the Super Bowl. And shout out to her for being the best ref on that crew. Because that crew was absolutely terrible. Now, I'm not going to blame this loss on the refs. No, the Chiefs lose anyway without all these bogus calls. But Carl Sheffers, you, you, you don't deserve to be calling a Super Bowl. You're like the Angel Hernandez of the MLB. It's time for the leagues to take accountability on their referees and umpires. I'm sick and tired of watching Angel Hernandez blow calls in the MLB. And Carl Sheffers was absolutely brutal. Yesterday, in the three games he's refed the Chiefs this year, 10-plus penalties on the Chiefs each game. Each game, he is so biased towards the Chiefs, so one-sided. It's not even funny. Bogus penalties. Brashad Breland, that pass interference. Not a pass interference. He tripped. That ball was uncatchable. Tyron Matthew in the end zone. Not a pass interference. That ball was in the stands, basically. And that one Tyron Matthew, that was an interception. That holding was – that holding's nowhere near the play. The holding, it wasn't, it was a ticky-tacky call. All three of those were ticky-tacky. The other calls, I'll give you. But those three crucially affected the game, and you can't blame the refs for the Chiefs' loss. And I'm not. What I'm saying is they got to fix this. They got to fix this. It was not bad. Carl Sheffers, he can kiss my ass. He, terrible ref. I never want to see him. I, I, you, you know my thoughts, Pat. What is your opinion? Yeah, I mean, I agree. The roughing in that game was completely disproportional. I mean, obviously, they were treating like how much? How much did Brady uh, pay them off? How much? Uh, I'd or did, say. Or did Godell have a walkie-talkie and Carl Sheffer's microphone saying, "Yeah, uh, do everything to get Brady ring number seven. I say he gives up his Super Bowl MVP trophy if you ask me. That's how much it's gonna oh, cost. Oh, Rob Gronkowski deserved that Super Bowl MVP. They gave it to Brady because he's Brady, but Gronk deserved that. I mean, we knew it was gonna go to Brady. Oh, but yeah. it was gonna go to Mahomes if the Chiefs won, no matter what happened. There was one play. It was a pass interference. It was like Mahomes threw the ball like 50 yards downfield, and it was clearly a defensive pass interference. And then they called holding on like just the out yeah. the route on like the quick route on the side. Yeah. What? These refs were not good, but shout out. This crew was terrible, but shout out to Sarah Thomas. She had zero bad calls, zero. Sarah Thomas was the best ref on that crew. I'm not even – Sarah Thomas was the best ref on that crew. She was. She was. And shout out to her. She's a trailblazer in her field. She's one of – what? There's only – what is there, two female refs in the NFL? Um, but shout out to her. Yeah. She, she was not- great last night. She was great last night. And I can't say much better about the rest of that crew. No, the rest of that crew – I mean, when was the last Super Bowl they did? I couldn't remember. I don't know. Was that Carl's first or second? I'll, I'll look up. I'll look that up. Uh, that might have been his first. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me because I didn't see him. In I a... like Cleet Blakeman. He's a good ref, but most of these good refs are going to the are going to like CBS, like Gene Steratore, Dean Blandino. They're leaving because I wish it was. More. I wish it would have been uh, Jerome Boger. He, he's my favorite ref. Yeah, he's he's good. Carl Sheffers did the 2017 one. Uh, that so that was, was that was Eagles, Patriots Falcons, not Patriots Falcons. Oh, 2017. Yeah, Patriots oh. Falcons. You're thinking oh. probably 2017 season. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that that was the second one. So hey, he is two and zero. He's two and zero in uh, Super Bowls. Uh, for Brady's two and zero in Super Bowls, and Carl Sheffers is the ref. I like Ed Hockley the best. But I think he retired. I like uh yeah Tony Carrenti's good, obviously. Terry McCauley was good, but he retired as well. Yeah. A lot of Gene Steratore was good, retired. Uh, but all right, we need this. No one wants to listen to us to us talk about referees because let's face it, they're boring. But I will say this: this happened more at the end of the game. But how much, how much of a baller? Alpha move was that by Anton Winfield? Oh my gosh! How he much gave, of a baller move was that? Oh. And I'm a, I'm a, that was so entertaining. He just that throwing was, up the deuces in Tyreek's face. That was hilarious. I was taunt. belly laughing after that. And then he gets flagged for it on top of it, which didn't even matter because the game was over. But oh, then. it was over. But I mean, the only issue I could see people having with that is because is that he's a rookie. I mean, but the just, fact that Tyreek did it in his face when they faced each other in Week Twelve is the funny part. Yeah, Tyreek Hill did not come prepared. You know, he didn't. He even have his peace gloves on. I was pretty disappointed about that. Pretty, but um, he didn't make any big plays. So, guess sucks to suck. But um, yeah, he's getting what he'd been giving to everyone else in the league for years. So it, it was just, it was a great moment. It was perfect. It was, it was a, it was a funny way for the Chiefs to last drive to end. Yeah, and that's coming from a rookie too. So that just says even more. Yeah, you're getting balled by rookie Byron. I have another bone to pick with. Tommy Townsend, you suck. All right? I know we oh, couldn't afford to keep... He muffed so many punts. Oh, no, I, I know we couldn't afford to keep Dustin Colquitt, who was one of the best punters, and we had him for like 15 years because he was too expensive. We need cap space to sign guys like Le'Veon Bell, which I hope his ass is traded. But Tommy Townsend, I have a question for you. Will he have a job in KC next year after his... Terrible performance in this Super Bowl. One, first punt, touchback, terrible, terrible touchback. He has it landed the six, goes straight into the end zone. Next, next opportunity, muffs the punt. That should have been a safety or a touchdown there. And should they? He should not been able to kick that. He got saved by that holding. Another shot, and then he absolutely, like, he absolutely botches the next one. Absolute muffs it. Hits it what like a thirty-two yard punt. Terrible. I don't think he'll be in a uh, Chiefs uniform next year. What, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely not. I don't even think he'll be in an NFL uniform next really? year. Really? Really? You don't think he'll be if in an NFL uniform? If anyone wants to take a chance on him, I mean, Dustin Colquitt was a great punter for years. Oh, I think amazing. they got a – I mean, punter. if you talk about the best punters in the league, obviously you got Brett Kern on the Titans. Um, who else? Thomas Morstead, New Orleans. He's Thomas Morstead. Johnny Hecker, uh, of course, in L.A. Johnny Hecker, yeah. Um, but the, yeah. Uh, those are the top three, probably. Yeah. Oh, wait, th- Pat, did you see my boy? Uh, I'm, I'm wrapping his uh, his merch day, Pat McAfee, on his show Pat- today. Hinted at the idea that he might come out of retirement. He That's, might. This is big news. On the show today, I was listening before we started recording this. Pat McAfee, the famous punter for the Indianapolis Colts, two-time Pro Bowler, all pro punter now is known for his podcast, the Pat McAfee show on Sirius XM on YouTube. He's got over a million subs hinted that he might be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer next year. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. He taking might try over, to go win a Super Bowl. Taking over for Bradley Pinion. He never said, he, he didn't say Bradley Pinion's a bad punter, but he said he would take the lowest value of money to play with Tom Brady. So he would still be a backup. No, he would, he would be the starter. Just he'd be making the veteran minimum. Well, yeah, but he would take his Pinion's job. Yeah. On Pinion would obviously get a job somewhere else, but I just think that is insane. Man. I would love to see Pat McAfee back in a uniform. I mean, the Buccaneers right now, they just feel like the block party in the NFL. It just seems like everyone who wants to come back. Everyone's going to go to Tampa Bay or KC. It's just an NFL reunion in Tampa, you know? Everyone's going to come back, get their ring, come out of retirement. I mean, A.B. and Gronk I mean, did it. I, I can't imagine how many more they're going to win with Brady. I mean, how many years he's got left, who knows? I don't know. He's not he's retired got about- after what I saw in the last, last game. 
don't know what it is. Maybe it's the vegan diet. Maybe it's the vegan diet. The avocado ice cream. And no, I saw this thing. It was like, Tom Brady, like, does he ever do cheat days? And then he responded with like, yeah, I'll do a cheat day. If I'm craving a piece of bacon, I'll have a piece every now and then. Like, if you consider bacon your cheat day, that's ridiculous. Bacon, uh, that's like some people every day their breakfast. I know. Personally, I don't eat bacon every day, but you know what? Uh, Chris Jones. I've I've even found another bone to pick with my own guy, my man, my main man, Chris Jones, who leads that Chiefs defense along with Tyron Matthews. Stone Cold Jones. What the hell are you doing, punching Ryan Jets? What are you thinking? It's third and long. You punch him right in the face mask. What do you think was going to happen? What do you think? I'm, I'm so that, – that was a bad penalty that completely changed the tides of the game. What are you thinking, Chris Jones? What are you thinking? Just – you know, their defense is already struggling so bad. And you go, might as well just punch the center. What are you doing? What are you doing? God, I, I, I was beyond pissed off on that. Completely screwed the Chiefs, screwed Mahomes, screwed Reed, screwed everyone else for your selfish act because you can't take some, you can't take some smack talk. You can't take it. So you had to punch him and get a 15 yard automatic first down. It's 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 mind boggling. I, I I was just beyond pissed at that moment because they're still in that game at that point. They're about to get the ball back. And you do that. Sorry, Pat. I am beyond. You, you've got you got no, me going. I, you've gotten me going today a lot. No, I am Mahomes. That you you gotten me going. So I, I'm up. I'm I'm here. What else? You, keep 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 firing shots. I'm ready for it. But Chris yeah. Jones, you're clearly not ready for shots to be fired at you. But hey, man, we'll get him next year. Still love you, bro. Uh, one of the best defensive linemen in the league. But man, he he might need some thicker skin. Yeah, that was not a good. Call Absolute Adam. brutal, horrible call. It just left me speechless. Um, what was what was running through his mind that it's a good idea to punch someone in the Super Bowl? God knows what. I, I have no idea. It was just horrible timing, horrible judgment. And that's pretty much how the Chiefs. I mean, and then Tyron Matthew. That, he that, just that, yeah, him and Brady were going back he was and not, forth. Why was why was why was Tyron Matthew smack talking Brady? What what did he do? I don't know. Because, like, there's been a whole mess on Twitter. Tyron Matthews been saying stuff and deleting tweets. I don't know what's going on there. But, bro, bro, Brady's the GOAT. Come on now. Come on, Tyron. What are you, you're a three-time Pro Bowl or something. Four-time Pro Bowl or maybe. That's not going to phase him. No. Tyron, honey badger, come on. Just chill out. Get your head back in the game. I know you're pissed that – you got bogus on an interception. That was an interception. I was pissed too. Ref screwed you there. We get it. You got to move on. You can't take your frustrations into the next play unless you're going to hit the living daylights out of one of the wide receivers and force a fumble. You got to do better. This is a growing game for the Chiefs. Still a relatively young team besides like guys like Travis Kelsey who are in their 30s. A still a young team. It's definitely a growing period. It's definitely there's, – there's some growing pains that happen in this game. Definitely. There's definitely some growing pains that happen in this game. I mean, if they're going to look to the draft and use the picks that they got, I say they go corner, linebacker. That's for sure. That's probably where I'd go first. And then maybe late round. I mean, if you think that Sammy Watkins and McCall Hardman, if they don't want to – I mean, I doubt they're going to move off of them. They'll definitely keep I don't them. think they will. I think they'll keep them because they're league average. They're decent wide receivers, but they're nothing special. I've heard people thinking about telling me how good Sammy Watkins is. Sammy Watkins has not been that great his whole career. They weren't going to sign really. Sammy Watkins because he signed for less money just to stay because he just wanted yeah. to stay. With yeah, because he wants to win because you will win. He wants to win, but, but like he Sammy himself. Sammy Watkins is completely crazy. Have you seen some of the conspiracy theories he's like up talking about? I think he's in like a secret society. What has he said? I don't know. Here I'm pulling it up right now. Sammy Watkins. Yeah, what Sammy Watkins believes. I'm pulling it up. Uh, I'll get there in a minute. 
I'm trying to think of. He se- oh yeah yeah. He senses evil. Whatever the hell that means. Wait wait. He senses, wait. He evil. senses. Like yeah, he senses like in the air like bad spirits near him. Is this the new Sam Darnold ghosts? I don't know, but if if uh, if Sammy Watkins if Sam if Sammy Watkins was in Salem, Massachusetts during like the American Revolution, he would have been stoned for being a witch. Yeah. <laughs> if you're making claims like that, that's that's what would happen. He literally would if he was in the Salem witch trials, he would have been called a witch. That's what that's what happened. Like evil spirits. I don't know what's going on there, but you know no, what? He's yeah. he's a decent wide receiver in the NFL. I'll give him that. He's a decent wide receiver. He's a solid number two, I'd say. Solid number two. I would I would agree. I would agree. What is going on with my mic right now? But going back. This sounds like an enigma right now to anyone. Like all these conspiracy theorists. Sammy Watkins being one of them. It just I mean, makes him more confusing as a player. What was go- what was Andy Reid thinking at the end of the at the end of the second half? Calling those timeouts. You saw what Brady did. You saw what Brady did. Oh, yeah, at the end of the second quarter? Yeah, you saw what Brady did to Rodgers in the NFC Championship, scoring to put them up by even more at the end of the second half, or at the end of the first half. What are you you doing? What are you doing giving Brady time? You go into that, you're still down by one score. Now you're down by – it was a terrible call, terrible decision. I'm sure that call – was like PTSD for Eagles fans because Andy Reid has been known as like not the greatest game manager, and that's clearly what was the case in that situation there. Yeah, he's more of a coach. He's not a. I mean, he's all not great strategically, like you said. He's just got Kansas City. I feel like if they get in a close game, it's a lot more difficult. They they win because they they play better from behind. We know that they do. And I thought we were going to get another one of those last night in the second half because, I mean, if they were down 10 points, I knew it wasn't going to be over. But it it just didn't have the best day. Just did not get off on the right foot. Oh, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I I don't want to say they weren't prepared, but Todd Bowles, like they were not adjusting what Todd Bowles was throwing them on the defense. And Ndamukin Sue continues the persona of him being an absolute asshole. With that roughing the passer penalty, like absolutely drawing Patrick Mahomes' neck straight back, that looked gruesome. But yeah. Sue's been an asshole his whole career with like stepping on guys where he was kicking guys up in Detroit. Like Sue might be one of the most hated guys in the NFL. Like not because he beats you, because he's just an asshole. He's just a dirty player in general. That's why he's been on one, two. He's been on like four or five different teams, and um, well, Miami. L.A. Detroit. Yeah. And, um, right there. Yeah. It's just, it was just a combination of the worst offensive line possible for the Chiefs combined with the best linebacking oh, core. The best the NFL. front seven in the NFL Shaquille Barrett, Devin White, Nadamika, Levante Sue, David, Levante yeah. David Vita Jason Pierre Paul, JPP, and JPP. Vita, Vita yeah. Vea, or Vita Vea, wherever it's Vita Vea. Yeah. Vita yeah. Vea. Great front seven. I mean, so that's what I'm going to give credit to the Tampa Bay defense. I can't all put it on. That, that's yeah. a, you can't that's put a it on Brady. And you can't. It felt like a home game as it, no, it, it was a home. It because was it a was home, home game. Well, no, 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 no. It, it yeah, was it was a home game. It was a home game. But it, it really it did. It was a home game. It literally was. But looks like Kansas City just didn't travel well enough. But – yeah, not much to say. I mean, Mahomes just got off on the wrong foot. It started from the beginning. They just weren't hitting the big plays at the beginning of the game, which they usually do. And oh, for sure, for sure. Since that, you know, they just, they just didn't have it last night. But do I think that Mahomes is going to win at least another? Su- He's definitely going to win more Super Bowls. We know oh, that for sure. I think I I I've gone on the record saying this. I think Mahomes will get ring number two within the next three years. But I do think he's got a – he doesn't have as much time left as we think because he did sign that massive contract, 10-year, five – with this core, he, I'd say he has four years max with this core. Yeah, they're not going to be able to keep everyone. No, and plus, old and two. 
yeah, they're going to get old. Because if you remember That's... Brady, he won three Super Bowls with uh, his first core. Then there was like a good six, seven years that he didn't win one. And then he got back with a new core of like Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, but it wasn't those earlier guys like Kevin Folk and like that team. Yeah. The two things in the NFL that I think are important – one, you can't really pay you can't pay running backs because it's oh, it's no, the most sure. replaceable position in the league. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we saw what Spencer Lill was able to do when Kareem Hunt got cut. Yeah. He was serviceable. Mm-hmm. And then we saw, you know, DeMarco Murray when he was on the Titans. He retired. He was a top running back in the league. Derrick Henry comes in, and he, now he's one of the he's the best in the league. So one of them. I mean, you can put McCaffrey. Yeah. There, or you could debate. You could debate what you mean by running back, but yeah, I just think. And then the second thing is, as a quarterback, like for Dak, I never understood with Dak Prescott. If you want to win, if you're asking for all this money and you want to win a championship, why would you be asking for all that money? Don't you want to keep Zeke and Amari Cooper? If Dak Prescott wants to win a championship, he goes to Indianapolis. That's a smart decision, but he clearly wants the money more. I would not be surprised if they traded him this year because well, yeah, Colts, yeah, Colts still need a quarterback. Uh, yeah, that injury might have cost him the big uh, check. I don't know. He was still he's still a good quarterback. I mean, fringe top ten. I wouldn't put him in the top ten, but I think I would, he's good enough to take you to the Super Bowl. He's, he's I would say, if, yeah, I would say he's if you smart, take he goes to Indianapolis with that running game, that O line, the great defense, and they will sign another wide receiver. I would say if you take every quarterback in the NFL and divide it into, well, every starting quarterback in the NFL and divide him into six tiers, I would say that Dak is on that second tier. I think he's that talented. Not a tier one, but oh, for sure, not. very, tier very, ones very. Holmes, Allen's, Wilson's, all yeah. Those guys. Pat, did you uh? I have another uh. This is actually funny. I thought the most uh, the most entertaining part of the Super Bowl was when the fans started running on the field. Oh my gosh! Talk about he that. had more yards than any play the Chiefs' offense had. Just pulls his pants down and then <laughs> it's just getting chased around by two. Did you, did you see he got decked at the one yard line by security? Oh the security, he just they went boom. Bro, have you heard – have you heard – you know Kevin Harlan, right? Yeah. Have you heard his call on the radio? Have you heard it? I have not. I heard the one he did with, like, a lot of his calls. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll give you a little context here. I'll play it in a minute. But Kevin Harlan, famous NBA, NCAA, and NFL radio broadcaster. Well, obviously he does NBA and NCAA on TV, but very famous guy. He, he does 2K. He does NBA 2K, those games. And he has a very iconic voice. You'll know who it is the minute uh, I play it. But he he was he said, "Be a man," and it was absolutely hilarious. As you know, Kevin Harlan, when fans run on the field, he goes like, "End of the 30, 25, 20, He's going for the end zone. He calls it like it's a football game because that's just Kevin Harlan being Kevin Harlan. So here's the clip. It's probably one of the funniest things you'll hear today. One of the funniest broadcasting clips, and I'll play it for you right now. Down twenty. 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. Pull up your pants, my man. From the security guard, the 20, down the middle of the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Be a man. Pull up your pants, take off the paw, and be a man. <laughs> Pull up. Oh my gosh! I know. I saw something similar to that. It was when um the black cat ran onto the Giants field for the Monday Night Football game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cat Pull- rumbles into the end zone. <laughs> Kevin Harlan a- does that when everything, anything happens like that. But. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. <laughs> what a line from the legendary Kevin Harlan. What a line. It'll never get old. And then I'll see that. I- Play live. I always get annoyed that they never show it on TV. <laughs> I always get annoyed because it's always funny watching them get absolutely rocked by security. Yeah. Absolutely I, rocked. 
I mean, what was going to happen next? They'd have to cancel the game because who knows, that guy could have tested positive for COVID, and then they'd be like, oh, we have to cancel the Super Bowl. Man. But no, they did that. Oh, oh I, I, here's another. I want to bring attention to this. Jackson Mahomes might be the most out-of-place person in Jackson the universe. Mahomes. Jackson Mahomes is in a bizarro world. Like, what the hell is – why is he dancing after he lost the Super Bowl on TikTok? You know, Jackson Mahomes would be nothing without his brother. If you look at his first TikTok that went viral, it was him bragging about being brothers to Patrick Mahomes. And Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports said it best. Like, he was like – he was bragging to Mahomes with his, like, Brady shirt on because Brady won ring number seven. And, like, why are you dancing? You lost. You're so out of place on that one. So out of touch. Just you're at the damn stadium. Why are you dancing? You lost. What are you trying to be? Juju Smith Schuster. (laughs) It's probably who he wants to be. I mean, it's Mahomes is so out of place. Jackson Mahomes. I mean, just, I mean, what is he doing? I mean, just the TikTok dances and he probably, he's been in a coma probably his whole life. Either that, he just got hit in the head with a frying pan. Just, oh my gosh! I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. I have no words for this one. It's just so out of place, so out of touch, and like he has beef with Dave Portnoy because Dave was doing joking because of a blog Portnoy wrote five years or four years ago about how. They were they left Gillette Stadium because fans were trash talking them. They felt Wait, threatened. About four years ago, what the hell is he doing? I don't know. Mahomes was even famous then. Jackson. Yeah. It was crazy. I don't know. Just that whole thing. Bizarre world. Mahomes in a bizarre world. He has no sense of reality. None. Zero. Like, not even. I don't know, not even a hint of that brain functioning. There's not even a spark. There's nothing going on up there in reality. He lives in a bizarro world, and I don't know what that world is. And I don't want to be part of it, to be honest. Pat, what is what was your thoughts on that hot garbage, which was known as the weekend's halftime show? Oh, my gosh. I, I, the weekend, I thought I was not a huge fan of his music in general. I like Frank Ocean better, personally. Yeah, but... um. I thought he was going to be a good halftime show. I really did. I thought he would be good live. I mean, he sunk $7 million of his own money into it for that. But I mean. Dog. Terrible. Dude, he didn't even know what he was doing. I mean, he was walking around with all his masked. In his gold room. And yeah, his, his gold room. It was terrible. So many, so many memes would be made out of that. It, it was insane. Yeah, and I just, saw a good one. Uh, Jed Hoyer looking in, looking for uh, Tom Ricketts' secret uh, money. <laughs> Yeah, we we could go all day about the memes that we saw from that. But um yeah, he just didn't even know what, what he was doing. I mean, it was that bad of a show. I just I feel like with the weekend he doesn't have enough songs to do like enough good songs to do like a full Super Bowl show. I mean like, the, the halftime show was did like, he have any guests with him? Was it just him? I'm like, pretty I wasn't sure. totally watching because I was on my phone. I was recording a yeah. TikTok that I posted yesterday on the Zoomer account, but like it was just, uh, I don't know. Maybe you Jackson Mahomes up there making TikToks that might have been better. Who knows? I couldn't see who else was with him. I don't. But, I don't um, think he had any extra like uh, guest. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I don't think he had like normally like when Coldplay was up there, they brought Beyonce and Bruno Mars. But like, I don't think they. Yeah, he didn't have any special guests. Like. What was that? Yeah. He didn't have any special guests. Like, I don't know if that was due to COVID. Like, you know what? You gotta you gotta give it like you gotta give him a little break that he has to try to do this like social distance, everyone. But it was atrocious that halftime show. It's horrible. I I'm I'm I'll give it I'll give it I'm not a weekend fan. Definitely yeah. more on that I'm definitely more on the Frank Ocean train. Out of like that kind of like music genre, that like soft pop, but I didn't, I didn't like it. 
I'm not a huge fan. I usually don't even watch. I usually don't watch the halftime show. If I'm gonna be honest, obviously two to, years I had ago. To mute because I was filming a TikTok uh, for the yeah. for the Zoomer account. Two years uh, ago was yeah. Who? What was two years ago? Travis Scott was pretty good. Other than that, I mean, Bruno Mars was what three years ago? Bruno Mars is in New York, I think. Wait. Okay. Last year was Shaquilla. Two years oh, ago. That was a good one. Shakira yeah, that was Halo. good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Travis Scott two years ago. Uh, uh, Travis Scott was okay, I'd say. I definitely oh. think that one was more hype than all the other shows. But Travis Scott, the thing is, like, they find people, like, Travis Scott is so, like, millennial and younger. Like, it only hits, like, half of, like, the reach of, like, uh, like your intended audience. Like, you only hit half of that, like. Maybe not even. Same thing with the weekend. Like, what forty-year-old person listens to the weekend? That's true. Like his music is just so centric. Like, and like a lot of his music. Like at least Beyonce and Bruno Mars appeal more to a wide range of age groups. Yeah, like Travis Scott. It's just like some of the songs transition from like one part of the song to the other. It's just like so. It's like he doesn't know how to blend the music together. It's just oh, no. Pat. It was Maroon Five and Travis Scott. Maroon. So that makes, oh, so that makes more sense because you hit a wider variety of, and your intended audience. You get Maroon Five. You get Travis Scott. You get a pop artist. You get a rap artist. That makes more sense. Yeah, that actually oh. makes sense for a wide. Yeah, like when you had Bruno Mars, a pop, Coldplay, a pop rock alternative band, Beyonce, another pop star. But like, those are all like famous people. Everyone knows they transcend the music world. Those three artists. Yeah. Um, if I had to give the show last night a rating out of 10, I would give it a six. Oh, I would go lower. I would go lower. For sure. I'd go lower. I, I wouldn't say the show was horrible, horrible. Just nothing special at all. It just wasn't that good. Yeah. Here, let me turn this phone off. Right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Oh, it was just annoying me. Uh, all right, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, you you hear me? Yeah. All right. Moving on. But, I mean, the Super Bowl... Definitely won't go down. It will go down in history since it's Brady getting number seven. He has more rings than any other franchise. That's it's unbelievable. I mean, there's no debating at this point. You can't say it, it was there's the no Patriots. debating. No debating. You can't. I mean, last year you could have said it's the Patriot system, but I mean, he and in, in, in New England, let's not like act like he had nothing to overcome. Yes, he had the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick, but he had to overcome Bounty Gate, Deflate Gate. Deflate Gate was Deflate a sham. Gate. Was a total sham, total setup by the league. No, Deflate Gate goes nothing against Brady. He, he he had nothing to do with that. Deflate Gate, no, no, no. Deflate Gate put four fine people in jail, and by fine people I mean Dave Portnoy, uh, uh, Gaz, uh, Feidelberg, and. Hank, <laughs> the the four uh the the Brady four, for the original barstool guys. Four fine people in jail. Roger Goodell, that was your fault. Yeah, but um, what he did had to overcome with the Patriots was not Bill Belichick the coach. Bill Belichick the GM. He's always lousy at the draft. They haven't drafted the skill position player on the Pro Bowl for offense since Gronk. Wes Welker, like eight years ago. Randy Moss ago. is his best of all time. Well, Randy Moss is his best receiver, but he was a free agent. Yeah. So you can't count that as a draft pick. Same thing as like Brandon Lloyd. He was a good receiver, but he was free agent. So that's why Tom Brady was just like, hey, I'm out of here if you can't support me. Like he didn't want to stay with that level. Because like Tampa Bay's offense is a lot more fun. Because you got Evans, Godwin. Brown, Gronkowski, Brait, Jones, Fournette. It's just a – it's unbelievable what they got compared to New England. It's night and day. I mean, I think this is the difference between Brady and Rodgers. Rodgers 
I feel like his franchise hates him. His franchise treats him like he's Philip Rivers, like trading away all these guys. Like, who is he? They they have they drafted Jordan Love for God's sake. Why are you trading up to draft Jordan Love if you weren't even going to start him immediately? Like they, they haven't even mentioned a plan for him. He wasn't even on the active roster this year. He didn't even suit up. Yeah, yeah. It was Tim Boyle as the backup. I don't know what was going no, on. That. Tim Boyle's probably like a grocery store clerk or something like that. <laughs> That's what his name sounds like. But it no, does. He's only thrown – there's one first-round draft pick that Aaron Rodgers has thrown a touchdown to, and his name is Mercedes, Mercedes Lewis, tight end. All of his best weapons have been diamonds in the rough. Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings. like Aaron Jones. Um, Aaron Jones. Randall Robert Cobb. Ta- Robert Tanyan. No one knew who he well, was before the season. I did not know who he was before this season. Nobody did. He's a beast. But maybe if he leaves Green Bay, he's not a beast because Aaron Rodgers makes everyone better. I mean, the the I used to as I mean as Bears fans, we all hate Rogers the Packers. Sucks. Rodgers sucks. But like I at least like because I have respect for he, Aaron Rodgers. I have respect for Tom Brady. Yeah, I respect for Aaron Rodgers. How he was playing this season, it, it was undeniable what he was doing. Obviously to win MVP, but I lost respect for him a little bit in his press conference when he lost to the Buccaneers. Like. Oh, yeah, dude, I don't know if I'm going to be playing here next year. Shut up. You know you are. You know they're not going to move off him. You got, like, three years left. Yeah, you got one year left on your contract, but come on. They're not going to move off you just for one game. He looked phenomenal during the entire season. You know what? I I disagree with you on that take. I think he has the right to say that because of how poor the franchise has treated him. He is literally a top-five quarterback in NFL history, and he's getting treated like – He's Eli Manning or Philip. R- he's no, not even Eli Manning. He's he's getting treated like he's Philip Rivers or I don't know who's another just like okay quarterback. But he was he's Philip Rivers, tre- Eli Manning. Um, like, okay quarterback. They they were decent, but like not nothing special. Like he's getting treated like he's Ryan Tannehill. Like long career, but nothing that nothing, stood nothing out. Special. Yeah, he was. I can't player. say Kirk Cousins because they they greed Kirk Cousins. They give him everything. He's like. He's like the spoiled kid because, like, he always gets the big contract. I mean, he's from Barrington, so, like, he's been spoiled his whole life. <laughs> That's true. Um, oh, Carson Palmer could be another situation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally agree. Great, great pick. I mean, Carson yeah. Palmer did win a Heisman, though, but that means nothing in the NFL. But, Pat, uh, best commercial that you thought that you saw? Best commercial? I'm going to have to go with – the um I forgot exactly the commercial was, but it was Juju. Juju was on the shark, I'm pretty sure. I forgot what kind of commercial that was, but that was a sick commercial. It had like the animated it was really cool. I like the I mean the Matthew McConaughey uh commercial is pretty good. I liked uh, yeah. the Dorito one with Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey when he's like flat Stanley in that. Oh, uh, that was good too. General Motors had a good commercial, Will Farrell, uh State Farm. State Farm had a good commercial. The Drake curse lives on. <laughs> Drake from State Farm. Paul Rudd, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. They're in this commercial. Drake, Patrick Mahomes. Drake curse lives on. Oh, man, if only, if only Tom Brady was in that commercial. If only. All right, Pat. Uh, a great show. I, I, we, we're gonna I think we're gonna wrap it here. Yeah, um, I can't really know. I don't really think I could say it's been a great Super Bowl, but uh, definitely a lot to talk about. And um, oh, for sure, definitely goes to Brady's legacy, and I would say Belichick's detriment. But uh, Mahomes, I mean, especially if Brady wins one more, Belichick is done. He's going to be the most overrated coach in, in sports history. Yeah, and uh, definitely not all Mahomes' fault. A lot of it goes to his offensive line, but uh, definitely a little bit of a mind shift thing for like who's really who really is substantially the best quarterback in the NFL definitely something to talk about um but yeah that's pretty much all we got uh yeah I got nothing but um Pat uh plug us your Instagram to go follow you my Instagram is Patrick underscore Ducey 211 go on and follow that and also I'm- follow yeah, I'm I'm Andrew Moody underscore underscore. Go drop a follow there. Make sure you follow us at Zoomer.Sports on Insta. Pat, what do they need to be subscribed to? They need to be subscribed to the YouTube. 
the Apple, Spotify, Twitter, everything, everything, TikTok, everything. Follow. Even on anyone we don't mention, try to find us. Oh, the blog. Yeah, definitely. That's no. in our link tree. Just go to, we'll link it in this video on the YouTube. So if you're listening on Spotify and Apple, just go to the YouTube. It'll be linked there. It will be in the link tree and any of our other social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's all there. No need to check it. Or you can just look up zoomersports.wordpress.com. And let us know what we can do to make our content more exciting for you to enjoy. Yeah, just comment on the YouTube. Send us DMs on Instagram. We're open to all sorts of feedback. But this has been a great episode. Pat, final thoughts. It's been a great show. Can't wait to get back to the next episode. Who knows when? Looking forward to a, a show with guest appearance, Stephen Bardo. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. And hopefully we get in a show sometime soon. So it's been a great show, and we'll see you all later. My final thoughts are uh, Illinois ranked number six in the country. We're back, baby. We're back. We didn't talk any college basketball because it's not a college basketball episode, but thanks for watching. We might get you with the college basketball episode soon. So make sure you turn in those notification bells on that YouTube. Make sure you got them turned on and subscribed. But this has been the Zoomer Sports Radio. Pat and I, we thank you for listening. We will see you later.